Welcome to the Sherry Andrea Psychic Empath Show with your host, Sherry Andrea. Sherry Andrea brings her listeners interesting discussions and topics related to empathy, psychic and spiritual development, as well as energy work. She is herself a psychic empath, healer, coach, author, and founder of SherryAndrea.com. Welcome, and here is your host, Sherry Andrea. This is Sherry Andrea. This is the Psychic Impact Show, and I appreciate you joining me. Uh, thank you so much for listening. It's another happy Friday. We've, um, it's going to be another great show. Fridays are always really great, as I always say, um, because we always have lots of callers, lots of inter- interesting things to talk about, lots of interesting questions. Okay, right off the bat. Um, some of you may know because you may have seen me posted on Facebook. Um, I have a cold. That's why I didn't do Wednesday's show. But I did it for myself. No, I didn't do anything like out in the rain. It wasn't anything like that. Actually, I I kicked up my spiritual work. Uh, you know, I, um, I I kicked my spiritual work up a notch. It was really intense for like three days. By the fourth day, I felt the cold coming on. So it's really not a bad thing. It's that, like, I'm clearing something, um, but that actually uh, leads to a discussion that I actually um, didn't note that we're going to discuss tonight, but one thing that I kind of felt like doesn't take up much time that might be um, interesting to talk about and might help all of you, because regardless of whether you're on consciously, purposely on a spiritual path or not, um, many people suffer what's called ascension or awakening symptoms. Sometimes you can suffer them because, like, I have a client that a couple years in a row, he went to Hawaii for vacation for two months straight. And Hawaii is such a higher vibration than where he was living at that literally while he was there, he started suffering ascension symptoms, and he starts calling me going, I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know what's happening. And, you know, for somebody that wasn't on a spiritual path, I was like, okay, well, we've never discussed this before, but I do know what you're going through. Um, So I want to touch on that real quickly because I think that there's a lot of you that it would help, you know, during this time when the earth is ascending, um, really everybody is going through some of these um, symptoms, even if they're not on a spiritual path even if they have never questioned some of the things that they're dealing with. Um, Okay, so first let me do this. Let me um, give out the phone number. Uh, The phone number to call in is 657-383-1655. That's 657-383-1655. And you can call that number if you want to listen or you know, if you're listening online on the Blog Talk site and you've got to go out, then just grab your cell phone, dial that number, and you can continue listening. Um, that's what a lot of people do. Uh, or um, you can also use that number, of course, to call in and ask a question. Because tonight, yes, we're going to be uh, taking live callers. We're going to be doing some readings. Um, we're going to be doing it, you know, just like I have been the past few weeks, I guess it's been a few weeks now, um, which is my readings are kind of a combination. 
if you haven't noticed. They're like a combination of a straight reading and a higher self reading. So it's kind of like part of what I'm getting is like just um, it, it comes from um, my abilities, like one of my clairs. Like so sometimes you'll, you will hear me say to someone, I'm seeing this or I'm getting that. Um, and then part of what comes out of my mouth, though, is what what my higher self is actually saying. Um, because I spent so many years working on merging with my higher self, um, it comes through similar to a channeling. You often can't tell the difference. There are, are subtle differences um, when my higher self is speaking. Like I've gotten to the point now where I can tell. Often I can also tell because my vibrations usually go up pretty high. So sometimes I'll suddenly get like really, really cold or I'll start feeling a lot of energy running through me, um, tingling all over my head, my legs, my arms, everything. So the the difference in what you hear is very subtle and you may not be able to pick it up, but um, I usually can't. So um, a lot of, that's why a lot of people like um, getting readings from me. It's not because compared to, like, for example, psychic readers that do um, radio shows on Blog Talk Radio, some of them are awesome, like Psychic T is one of my favorites. I mean, her abilities are so amazing, but the reason why a lot of people like getting readings from me is because they know of the information, and because of the spiritual work I've done, it comes from a level where you're not just going to get what you want to know. You're also going to get what you need to know. Um, so if you're kind of thinking one thing and heading in one direction, the reading sometimes will often, you know, it'll take a turn somewhere or something will come out of it that wasn't even on your mind that you weren't even thinking about. Like one that we had, I think it was last Friday, where it had to do with her moving and um, it just suddenly took a turn. That's how it felt for me suddenly a question was presented to me that was like, there's a money issue. She has um, like a money, like a spending issue, like a handling of money issue. And that was what she most needed to know. Because often when you're asking questions and you're wanting to know, you know, is this going to happen for me? Is that going to happen for me? Um, you also need to know the things to watch out for so that you can help yourself. Um, if you're heading in the right direction, you also want to know kind of what to watch out for so you'll continue heading in the right direction. So we're going to do that. Okay, so like I said, I wanted to start out really quickly and discuss ascension symptoms. Now, this is going to be really quick because I don't want to, I don't want to spend too much time before I get to taking callers. By the way, we will be joined tonight by my co-host, Kier. Um, he will be in in just a little bit. Um, Ascension symptoms. Okay, I don't know if you've ever heard the term ascension. Some of you may have because there's actually some churches that have the name ascension in them. Ascension applies rising, moving up levels. Ascension also implies spiritual ascension, spiritual advancement. You also probably have heard the term ascended master. Um, notice the word ascended and ascension sound similar. So when you um, when somebody dies and they cross over, they sometimes ascend. If they're if they're ready to ascend to the next level, they will ascend to the level of ascended master. 
which usually at that level sometimes means they will no longer incarnate. However, often whether or not you incarnate is a choice. Many do choose, even once they become an ascended master, to incarnate because they want to come and they want to help the earth with its ascension. They want to be a part of what's going on during this time and helping the earth to ascend. Um, So that's just a brief, what is ascension? Okay, so like I said, um, you don't have to be purposely working on spiritual um, advancement to suffer ascension symptoms. All it really means if you're suffering ascension symptoms is that, let's just say, for example, I'm going to use um, an example that I think everybody will be able to understand. Let's say, for example, you either um, get coaching or some type of therapy because you're working on yourself. Your goal is you just want to be a better person or you want to work out some issue you have. Like, you know, many of us, you know, we've had um, anxiety issues or we've had issues trying to get over a relationship. Um, You know, so it's not unusual for somebody to decide that they're going to get help with this. Okay, so basically you're working on yourself, um, either by yourself or with another person, whether it's a professional or not. Um, And so as you're working on yourself and you're realizing new truths, you're – changing, you're growing in many ways, you are basically ascending. Um, You're ascending, which means you're moving up levels, and you're moving up levels. And as you're dealing with things, unresolved issues, and clearing them and resolving them and moving away from them, you're moving up levels. Okay, during that time, you may suffer ascension symptoms. Now, some of the ascension symptoms that come out of changes that you make to the self are things that I bet some of you are already suffering, such as suddenly you have a change in sleep patterns. Suddenly, for a period of time, you're restless, you can't sleep, or you're, you're uncomfortable. Sometimes you're uncomfortable because you're overly hot or some part of your body is overly hot. Now, that includes um, hot feet. The list I'm, I'm looking at right now and I'm referring to and I'm going by actually was that. It made me kind of giggle because that is one of the things early on that I used to suffer from all the time. The bottom of my feet would get literally walking on hot coals hot to the point where I would stop and I would be like, I can imagine the look on my face. I'd be like, what is going on? The bottom of my feet are like hot, like somebody's putting fire to them. Um, waking up several times per night, just waking up. You don't really know why. Um, Another thing is activity in the crown of the head, such as tingling, itching, prickly feeling, crawling sensation, a feeling like you've got this almost like cap on that kind of comes all the way down over your, like, forehead, like past your forehead that feels like almost like cobweb. Um, Sometimes also see a sensation or a crawling sensation scalp and down the spine. Um, Also, uh, sudden waves of emotions. Suddenly, you may have a week or two where you're just, you feel like you're on an emotional roller coaster. Now, that can also happen um, if something is clearing that is affecting one of your chakras that's causing it to clear. Um, Especially if it's something that, 
um, you've been holding on to from the past for a while and you finally came to terms with it and you're clearing it, um, you know, you, you it may affect the solar plex, the sacral chakra, sorry, the sacral chakra, which may cause, as it's clearing, you to be on an emotional roller coaster. Um, also, old stuff seems to come up, you know, even as simple as, suddenly someone you haven't thought of in 20 years just suddenly comes to mind or a situation from the past you haven't thought of since it happened suddenly comes to mind and it's suddenly on your mind. Uh, changes in weight. One of the unpleasant ascension symptoms is weight gain. Um, at higher vibrations requires more weight for not all people but some. Um, changes in eating habits. Um, you could start all of a sudden having a craving for, for certain types of food. Um, all of a sudden developing food intolerances, like suddenly you can't handle sugar, like processed sugar as well. You may have to change to organic. You may have to change a lot of your foods, you know, to organic because certain ones you may realize suddenly you've developed this intolerance where your body isn't seeming to handle them as well allergies you never had before, or for those of you who suffer migraines and maybe you suffered them when you were a teenager, you know, all of a sudden now, once again, you're finding occasionally you're suffering migraines again, even though maybe you haven't for 30 years. Um, Aches and pains and old injuries, like let's say 20 years ago, you injured some part of your body, but it hasn't bothered you in like 20 years. It's not unusual to almost feel like that injury begins to come to the surface and begin to bother you again. That's not unusual. Amplification of the senses. Um, Most often you'll hear people um, talking about their hearing. Um, Their hearing gets real acute. So almost to the point where you could be lying in bed trying to sleep, but you can't because you're like, what is that noise? that is bothering me. And then you realize, and I've done this, you realize it's your ceiling fan. And then you realize, wow, why am I hearing the ceiling fan, the motor of it, so loud, like it's deafening loud. Um, My air conditioning unit, um, there was a period of time where whenever my air conditioning unit was on, it would cause me to have this high-pitched whining in my ear. Um. Enhancement of other senses as well, sense of smell, sense of touch, sense of taste. Um, interruptions, rashes, odd things where maybe maybe you have pretty good skin, don't normally suffer from acne or anything like that, but all of a sudden you're noticing you are having a skin issue. You know, you're getting pimples, you're breaking out. Um, episodes of intense energy where you've just got an overabundance of energy. You don't know why. You haven't changed anything, but you've got an overabundance of energy. And sometimes motivation right along with it. You're overly motivated to just, you know, jump in there and get things done. Um, Changes in prayer and meditation. Not feeling the same senses as you, sensations as you felt before. Like feeling like something has changed, something's different. Um, you're not feeling the same way. You don't feel like you're getting, like, the same response from it. Um, Or having a change in, like, either feeling that you need to do more of it or you suddenly don't 
you're getting like intuitively that you don't really need to do that much of it. Um, power surges, um, which could blow light bulbs, appliances, um, that overabundance of energy. Uh, range of physical manifestations from headaches, backaches, neck pain, flu-like symptoms, digestive problems, muscular spasms. Suddenly you could, you know, all of a sudden you're getting cramps often. You just go to stand up or bend down or something or go sit in your car. This is what used to happen to me. I would go to get in my car and, you know, as I'm doing the motion of getting in the car, I get a cramp in my leg and that went on for a couple of weeks with me going, I'm just getting in my car. I know I'm not that out of shape. Um, feeling like you look younger when you look in the mirror, literally feeling like, you know, you've taken five to ten years off. Um, that's actually not unusual. Um, feeling a lot lighter, um, like a weight was lifted off your shoulders, like you just feel light. Vivid dreams, of course. Um and uh, emotional and mental confusion. Um, this can just be, um, I don't want it to sound that bad, this can just be like um, a feeling of not being really focused, you know, and not feeling like you're not getting much done. Um, you know, you just don't feel focused. Um, it's taking you all day just to get some housework done where you know it usually takes you an hour but you just can't seem to be focused on it. You know, your attention keeps getting pulled really easily. By the end of the day, you're like, um, a perception that time is an, an accelerating. This is common, and it may not just be that you feel like time is speeding up. Sometimes you actually could feel like time is going slower, but often, yeah, it's feeling like time is sped up, like, you know, you can't believe 15 minutes went by that quickly. Um, like you literally, it only felt like three minutes, but 15 minutes went by. That's not unusual at all. Um, a little bit of impatience during that time. Um, and those are just, I mean, I know that was a lot, a long list of ascension symptoms and actually the list is longer than that. Um, there's so many ascension symptoms you can suffer those are the a lot of the common ones that people will suffer. The ones to kind of look out for what to do about it, um, nothing. Just the awareness that you know what it is. Don't freak out about it. You know what it is, the flow. Don't worry, it'll only last a little while before you know it will be over. Um, so there's no need to do anything. Some people do like to have, you know, have tea, um, herbal tea, that is soothing, like a chamomile, something like that during those times just to help them. But really, there isn't much to do but go with the flow. If you don't, if you're not sleepy, don't force yourself to sleep. If it's 3 o'clock in the morning and here you are, you're awake now, um, get up, go with the flow. You know, if you feel like you've had enough sleep. Now, the only problem with that is what will happen is usually it'll seem like only um, by the time you hit mid-morning, you're ready to go to bed again because the whole sleep cycle is, like, just off. So if you can go with the flow, of course, some of you can't because, you know, if you're working 9 to 5, of course, your boss isn't going to be all that accepting of you, you know, trying to go in the supply room to take a nap. Um, so that's why I say 
go with the flow as much as you can. Um, and just be forgiving of yourself during that time and forgiving of other people because, like I said, um, sometimes it doesn't take much to uh, spark you in an emotional way for people to rub you the wrong way during that time. So just, like, kind of take it easy and remember um, that, it, you know, it's a period of time you're going through that may last a few weeks. Go with the flow. Okay. So let's see. Um, thank you for allowing me to discuss that, by the way. Now, I'm going to go ahead and start taking callers. Um, please try to keep it to just one question because, as you know, I really do like to try to uh, get to everyone's question. So if we could try to keep it mo moving along, that would be great. Okay, one last thing I want to remind everybody of, as you know, my um, son, he does basketball and he plays golf, so he has to go and do those practices plus games or tournaments throughout the week. So tonight is basketball practice, so he'll actually be coming home soon. So when he rings the doorbell, what I'll do is I'll just put a commercial on. We'll run a 30-second commercial while I let him in. So please uh, forgive me for that interruption we're going to have to make. Okay, so let's take our first caller. Hi, you're live on the air. How are you? I'm fantastic. You're such a fun mom. I like that. If he comes oh. home, I'm going to put on a song. <laughs> okay. I know. I, I know. As soon as I let him in, he goes. Yeah, as soon as I let him in, he goes, are you on the show? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm calling for is to see if you pick up any thing for any serious relationship coming up. I'd love to be able to reconnect with Peter. But if not, um, someone who is kind. Yeah, I actually, I saw when, when you started talking, I actually saw an Easter basket. Now, of course, that could signify Peter, I don't know, you know, Easter Bunny, Peter Cottontail. <laughs> That happens often, I guess, symbols like that that are just, like, a little bit silly. Um, you're in a place right now where you're getting ready to go into a um, a period of time where you're kind of working on things as far as what's coming to you. It's, like, in the works. Um, I don't see it happening right away. However, it's not that long around the corner. And by the end of the year, but it's not, it's not Peter. It's someone else. Hmm. It is someone else, and I'm getting that you're going to meet him. This is going to be by way of an association that has to do with work or business. So, and it's an association that has to do with work. Yeah, either work or business. Um, that's how you're going to meet this person. So, yeah, no, Peter. Um, see, I'm getting that. Yeah, he, you're, Peter's going to stay in your life, but I'm only getting that he's going to stay in your life in a limited capacity, like 
I'm getting that he's going to stay in the realm of friends, like mm-hmm. a friend association, somebody that you do hear from, you do talk to occasionally. But I'm not getting anything really strong happening with you and Peter. Um, I, I'm actually getting that, you know, like I said, something's in the work. Something's like right around the corner. And it's on its way now. So I'm not really worried about whether Peter works out because something is right around the corner that's coming to you that mm-hmm. is going to be good. It is going to be, be by the end of this year. And this is going to be a person that the one thing that they've got going for them that I believe you're going to like is that I'm getting that this person you're going to meet is like uh, very emotionally grounded, you know, like that emotionally grounded person. They're calm. They're pleasant. Um, I I get the feeling this is going to be someone that you, you you're going to love talking to. You're going to love talking to them, the conversations you have. So this is actually going to be, you know, somebody that you're going to like. And it is going to be a strong union between the two of you. Um, It's going to lead to a change. I'm not sure. Let me see. It's not going to be marriage that it leads to. But sometime next year, it's going to lead to something like a stronger union. This is like a moving in together or getting engaged. I kind of feel like it's like getting engaged um, because I'm being shown that it's like the lesser of getting married, which I associate to be either getting engaged or moving in together. But it's like Mm -hmm. uh, your connection is going to strengthen um, next year. So this actually won't be one of those relationships that takes a long time to strengthen and turn into something more. So I don't, when you get into this relationship, you're not going to feel like, okay, when's this relationship, when's it going to move, when's it going to be some, something more? No, I think that this is going to be a relationship that you actually like how it progresses. Hmm. So, yeah, no to, no to Peter, but there's somebody right around the corner who's really good. And I think he's, he's going to be a good look. He's going to be a nice looking. He's going to be a nice looking man, responsible. That's what I get from him. Um, very emotionally grounded, responsible. But I get that he has like a great sense of humor. I don't know. I just, I just, you know, the person you just look at, and even without them opening your mouth, you get that. You just look at them, mm-hmm. and they've got that look on their face. That just says they got a great sense of humor almost the type of person that you wouldn't expect them to have such a great sense of humor. So, I mean, this person you're going to meet, you're going to really, you're going to really like this person. So you're, you're not going to be worried about Peter once you meet this guy, you know, that would be you're nice. going to be worried about Peter. You know what I mean? Peter's going to go, he's, he, where, what you feel inside for Peter is going to change to something else. He's going to be that person you talk to occasionally where you're okay with that, you're okay with chatting with him occasionally, but you're not going to have anything emotional that has you thinking Peter. You know what I mean? So you don't have to worry about where your feelings are going to go. When you meet this new guy, your feelings are they're going to kind of take care of themselves. Um, and 
Peter's, you and Peter are going to be still left off in a great place. I don't see anything contentious happening between the two of you. I just see it not going anywhere. Okay. So, no Peter, but, you know, you've got another guy that's going to be right around the corner, though. So, so by the end so of this that, year, you're going to be meeting him. Do you have any idea what okay. line of work he would be in? What area? I don't know. I guess I feel like what I'm getting is professional. I think he's in mm-hmm. some type of planning work, some type of planning organ. You know where he's he has to either plan something or organize something, like mm-hmm. um, um, planner as in uh, he may do something logistics wise. But I do get the mm-hmm. feeling that he works in the office. Um, what he does is more office work, but it's logistical planning. That's what mm-hmm. I, that's the feeling I'm getting. Okay. Wow, yeah. that's a yeah, lot to wrap my head around. I mean, I get, yeah, I mean, I definitely get the feeling that he is um, self-sufficient, very self-sufficient self-sufficient, responsible, you know, he's got all his crap in order. So will be somebody, you know, nice for you to meet who um, is going to have everything, all his ducks in a row. Um, And so this will be a great relationship, uh, great partnering to meet someone who's in every way, you know, not only their emotions and how, you know, grounded they are emotionally, but also financially having all everything in order. So I think that you're really going to like this guy for so many different reasons. That's fantastic. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Well, yes, and call me back and let me know what happened. When you meet him, I you will. have to call back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> okay. okay. Can you well, keep me on? Um, can you just thing? mute me and so I can keep listening yes. on the phone? Great. Yes, Thank yes you. I will. Here you go. Okay. It was great talking to you. And you. Okay. We're back and I don't know if you heard, but I um I uh I let my son in the house <laughs> while while we were on the phone. He actually came in very quietly. I don't know if you heard the doorbell ring, but he came in very, very quietly, so that was good. Okay. So now, um, I have the chat room open, so anyone who is online, if you want to go to the chat room, you can. Um, and if you, you know, if you want to type any questions in there, feel free, and I'll take questions from there, too. Um, okay, so, by the way, let me slip this in. Um, what we're going to discuss tonight which we're just going to be touching on it a little bit, and maybe on Wednesday's show we can get more in depth. But we're uh, we were going to talk about prayers, um, decrees, mantras. Um, now, well, you can use them for many different reasons. Um, sometimes for some people, it's a purely spiritual thing. Um, now, talking to God is also a form of prayer. 
So just talking to God, telling God about how your day was, thanking God for something wonderful that happened, or thanking God just because nothing happened, but it was a good day. Those, that's a form of praying as well. Um, you might have some favorite prayers that you like. Um, I think that some of the best prayers are the ones that you feel drawn to and that uh, you feel strongly about. Now, the one thing is that uh, I always say that there is a, there's a right way to pray. Um, you don't want to pray in too solemn of a way. Um, you want it to feel like something you're doing that is positive. Now, yes, sometimes you will be praying for somebody who is um, maybe sick, um, uh, and maybe you're praying for them for their health, or maybe somebody has died, and you are praying for them, for them to uh, help cross over a little bit easier, have more of a smooth transition. So now there are some times when you're going to pray when it's more of a solemn reason why you're praying. But still, you kind of want to pray um, with the right tone of voice. Um, You want to have a good posture while you pray. That helps because as you're praying, your vibrations raise, and energy is flowing through you at that time. Universal energy from God is flowing through you at that time. So it does help to have good posture. Um, you can lay down and pray. I mean, if that's what you're going to do before you fall asleep, it's awesome. It's an awesome experience because when you fall asleep doing something, your brain kind of continues trying to do it for you after you fall asleep. So it is a wonderful feeling to do that. Now, um, I use prayer decrees, mantras, or I use them along with meditation, other things which consists of the spiritual work that I do. I found praying, if you do nothing else, to be very effective. Um, so if you, you're not even going to do chakra work, actually praying can be very effective on the chakras because um, you praying, you know, because you're looking to resolve a certain issue you have or maybe you've gotten upset about something and you're praying um, hoping that what will come to you is uh, intuitively some resolution or uh, insight into how you should be handling it, how you should be seeing it, a different perspective. So, and I'm just going to tell you, um, my, I have two favorite prayers that I always do. Uh, one is a version of the Lord's Prayer, and the other one is a Hail Mary prayer. I love the Hail Mary prayer. I've been saying that. I'm not, I wasn't raised Catholic, but I used to say, uh, not only, you know, do I use the Hail Mary prayer, but I actually used to say the rosary. Um, I had some friends that were Catholic that helped, you know, teach me uh, how to say the rosary, and I actually, it was something that I loved doing. Um, It would take me about 40 minutes, and I remember asking them. I was like, do you guys do this, like, every day? Um, Because, like, this takes, like, 40 minutes to say the rosary. Um, It just takes some considerable time. And I've heard them, I had heard them say sometimes that they would say the rosary sometimes two or three times. And I'm like, well, you really have to have a little bit of time in your day if you're going to even say the rosary just once a day. You know, you really have to have that space to be able to sit down for 40 minutes. But 
Um, you know, so even if you don't have that time, maybe you like the Hail Mary prayer. Uh, maybe you also like uh, Mother Mary. And so this will be a prayer that will work well for you. Um, you do want to, I usually use a visual along with the prayer while at the same time thinking about the words of the prayer, what I'm saying, the understanding of what it means. So I'm sorry, please forgive me. I'm getting a little stuffy. Um, so you really do want to be focused on the words that you're saying, what that means. So you don't want to just repeatedly say a prayer without any thought to what you're saying. You want to be saying it with an understanding of it in your mind. Uh, and you'll find it very effective. Um, prayers can also be used along with the law of attraction as a way to send more high-vibrating energy out to the universe um, so that you boost things up a notch and that, so that uh, you can manifest things into your life easier. So uh, I guess what I'm saying is it's not unusual for people to say prayers, decrees, mantra while they're thinking uh, about their ideal guy they want to attract in their life. So let's see. Um, let's see. Gabby in the chat room says, my very Catholic mother would love you. Thank you, Gabby. <laughs> that was so nice of you to say. Thank you. Um, I'm not Catholic, but I mean, I love, you know, I mean, I love a lot of different religions, but I think if I had one to choose, uh, Catholic would be in the top three for me. I have to drink some water. Um, okay. So let's move on and let's go to the next call. Actually, let me uh, run a little short commercial and then we'll go to the next caller. Are you tired of falling short of your goals? Do you feel stuck, unsatisfied with the direction your life has taken? Has your business fallen flat lately? Or is your sales team just not performing at their best? Are you ready for a change? Sherry Andrea, a top personal development coach who has helped hundreds achieve their dreams and goals, is once again taking new clients. Never tried coaching? Try a free trial coaching session today. Call 1-407-777-9247 or learn more at SherryAndrea.com. The life you dreamed of is right around the corner. Okay, so we're back. We're going to take the next caller. Hi, you're live on the air. What's your name? Hello, can you hear me? You're live on the air. Hello? Hello. Hi. (laughs) How are you? Good. How are you? Okay? This is Kimberly. Oh, oh, hi, Kimberly. How are you doing? Good. Good. Now, is this my Kimberly? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to make sure because I was like, I I half recognized the number, and I was like, okay, well, let me make sure, you know, because I'm expecting one day that I go, is this my so and so, and the person's gonna go, no. <laughs> How are you? Do you have a question for us tonight? Yeah, I do. My my question is about um, co-creating with God. I just I this question just came to me. Um, I've I've been looking at you know like we were talking about before you know 
making decisions and following intuition. And, you know, I'm, I'm making this big decision now, and I always go back to the decisions I've made uh, before that didn't work out. So my question is, like, if if I feel good about a decision, about going somewhere, but um, sometimes I'm not sure about it, I mean, how do I know with God that it's the right decision? I mean, what if, how do I know he's not, I mean, it's not, not now or later? I just, all I know is, is I can't be in the same situation because I'm, I'm not going to function well. Um, I understand what you mean, but okay. the reality is, that's, see, that's always tough. Um, the reason why is because the fact of the matter is, the way God looks at us, there is no such thing as a mistake. Okay. You know what I mean? He gave us he 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 gave us free will, and for there to be a mistake would be a contradiction to that. Okay. So so there's no way you can make a mistake. Now, yes, choices lead to certain results. So the choice you make is what leads you someplace. So it's like saying, okay. turn left, you're going to end up here. Turn right, you're going to end up here. So there's no right, right or wrong. However. Yes, you do have an intention of an outcome in mind. And this is where things get tricky is that you you do have this intention and what you're saying is, well, I want to make sure that the choice and decision I'm making is really going to lead me to where I'm looking to go. You, I know, um, often often we want some guarantees. Often we want some guarantees. I'm sorry. That silence was my son trying to talk to me. Often we have uh, some guarantees that we're going to end up getting what it is we're looking for. Um, yes. There is no guarantee. However, what you do end up getting is you do intuitively get that feeling. Sometimes you get signs that say where everything, you always know when something's right because things will fall into Place. Okay. I always tell people, like, I, you know, I have people that I coach that sometimes they do what I call going against the grain, meaning they're trying to force things, like forcing the round peg into the square hole. They're trying to force something, make something happen, make something work. Okay, now you're going against the universe instead of going with okay. the universe. So the way you know when it's right, when what you're doing is kind of right for you, is when things seem to fall into place and you're not running into roadblock after roadblock. Okay. I mean, do you feel like you've run into a lot of roadblocks, or do you feel like, for the most part, um, so far, you haven't run into any major roadblocks that would stop you from doing what you are getting ready to do? No, I haven't run into any roadblocks. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm in a waiting stage, waiting on, you know, if if I'm gonna get some interviews going or whatever. Because um, last last year I made the decision to move here to Georgia, and I mean I'm doing the same thing that I did now. I mean I made I made a decision, like you said, there's no right or wrong, 
but I based it on family. Um, should have based it on something else. So, you know, I'm like in the same predicament now. Right. Family is great. It's always great to do something that falls under the category of doing something kind and unconditional, being willing to make a slight sacrifice um, for friends or family. However, your life will only work out right if you remember you've got to put yourself first before you right. do anything for anybody. And that doesn't mean that you're being mean to anyone or you're turning your back on anyone. It's just the fact of the matter is you can't look, you can't help anybody else if you're not all right. If you're not in a good place, well, who wants you around anyway if you're miserable? Amen. Amen. You know, they're not going to want you all right. If you're, if every time they see you, you're moping around and you're miserable, they're going to hate to see you coming anyway. Right. But I bet you if you're somewhere where you're happy, you're thriving, you feel good, and you feel good about everything, they're going to love it when they do get to see you. Why? Because you're always happy. You're always pleasant. You're bringing something good into their lives. But you don't want to stick around calling yourself, I'm being here to be close to my family, and then it ends up turning into that you actually have nothing good to bring into their lives because now you're miserable. Right. How are you helping them? Exactly right. You know, you're not helping them. And, nope. And on top of it, you're not helping yourself either. So, like, no, I mean, because if I am helping them, you know, I'm, it's like taking more out of me because, no, I mean, they're not helping me. It's, it's really no pouring back into me because when I do go home, no. I'm giving. All I'm doing is giving. Right, because the, the answers for you, you never laid in anything outside of yourself. All the answers for anything in your about you in your life never laid within your family. It's not with them. The answers for you are inside yourself, not outside of you. Right. So they can't help you, you know. No. Yeah, oh. it, it may be nice to be close to them, but many people have, you know, they will realize at a distance they have an even better relationship because they're happier. Now when they call and when they visit, um, they're happy. They're feeling good about their lives. So they they have that to give to somebody else. But you can't give what you don't have. And so if you're not happy, you can't give that. Right. You know, it might help to think of how, you know, to, to just ponder how can your move actually benefit others? How can your move benefit others, including your family? Writing a list of how your move could benefit other people. I'm talking family, other people that might be affected by your move because um, you end up helping other people, especially in the new job you'll be getting into. Um, how, how can you be a benefit by moving to other people? I mean, I'm sure it was easy to say how you can benefit other people, benefit your family by being close to them. Well, now tell me, how can you benefit them by moving? Okay. 
Where's their where's the benefit that they have? What are the nice things that they're going to be getting? Because you're still, you know, it's still your family. You still have a relationship with them. You're still going to be calling. You're still going to be visiting. So now tell me the benefit that they have to get out of you. Maybe what they have to get from you will be even better. Because you'll be in an even better place. Right. It's a perspective. What you're going through requires you to look at it from different perspectives, especially when it comes to that fear of I've made mistakes in the past. And then it almost makes us not want to get back up on the horse again because it's like, how do I know I'm not going to make a mistake? But what you don't realize is those mistakes you made, you were supposed to make them anyway. You, you're you know not, right. you're just not seeing your mistakes the way I see your mistakes. Right, 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 right. So I, I had an inclination, and I know it was God. Um, I think I talked to you about applying to physician assistant school, and um, I right. knew there was, there was a, so again. Hello. Did I lose you? No, can you, hear me? can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> I got a, a waiver. I knew it was a specific amount of money that I had to pay. And then I was directed to look at um, the waiver. And I had like 10 days to apply to some school, um, and I don't have to pay the fee. <laughs> So now I'm sitting here yeah. having to think about that decision. But I'm grateful, though. I'm grateful, though. Um, it sounds like what what's being put in front of you, and I know I, I think I said something about this before, it seems to be that you're getting opportunities put in front of you. This is yeah. why, um, and, and I think this is a test, often – your higher self, and God knows what you're having issues with. They know when, like, for example, you're having an issue with fear from things that have happened in the past, so you've made mistakes in the past. Your higher self, God knows when you're having an issue that you need to deal with and overcome because in the future you can't attain, you know, what you're supposed to attain unless you overcome this. So often you'll be presented with things that force you to deal with it. <laughs> and it seems like opportunities keep being put in front of you to see almost what you will do with them. Will she do anything with it? Will she be able to get past the fear enough to be able to, to make a choice about it? Or is she going to feel like frozen in fear? You're exactly and, and that's right. Very much what I feel you have going on is that um, you're being presented with opportunities because you've got an issue with, you know, fear right now, fear of making a mistake. That yeah. if you don't deal with it, could end up being almost crippling in some ways. It could yeah. stop you from achieving some things that you were meant to achieve, stop you from um, moving and actually being in the place that's more of a vibrational match to you. 
You're exactly um, right. You, you know, at one time, maybe you were supposed to be in Georgia, but sometimes we, you know, we overstay that period of time. We're supposed to be there for whatever reason, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't move on when we're supposed to, you know, and usually because of fear. Okay, so t- now it's time to move on. You know, can you move on? Do you have fears? Do you have attachment? You know, because any of those things that you have, you need to deal with them and resolve them so that you'll be able to move forward, um, you know, and not be held back from. If you're getting guidance, you can be given guidance just fine. But it doesn't really do any good if you've got something like this that's holding you back even from following that guidance. I mean, it could be hard to follow guidance. Right. You know, it could be hard. I mean, you hear this often from, you know, people that have uh, psychic abilities. Um, You know, I used to hear it from people all the time. Times when they were in grocery stores and lines standing behind people and their guys were telling them to say something to the person in front of them that had a a health issue. You know, Uh and being presented with a situation where literally you have to get over your fear. You know, um, and you have to get over your fear. Sometimes it's getting over your fear to do what's right. It's like that higher good type of thing. Got it. You know, it's almost like saying if this is what God wants you to do, can you get over your fear? Okay. Okay. So that's the question. I mean, if this is what God is saying is best for you at this time in your life, can you put down your fear, you know, for that guidance? That goes back to my first question. When you said God doesn't see it as mistakes, and right. I, like you said, there's no guarantee. I mean, I, I, I'll get over the fear, and then I'll do what I need to do, and maybe, like you said, like I'll, I'll revisit the past, or maybe someone else will tell me something. But I have to learn to overcome my fear and then stop listening to other people. And listen to me. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's what you're still dealing with. I mean, these are things that are easy to get over, you know. So, you know, don't think, oh, I should be over this by now. Sometimes these things take a while and you get over them in a gradual kind of a way. Mm -hmm. Um, The first step to getting over it is, Noticing it, to know, you right. know, noticing that feeling, and then that feeling is, well, to say, wait, okay, I know what this is. This is that fear again. That's your first step is noticing it, because if you can at least notice it and recognize it, you're that much closer to overcoming it. And sometimes yeah. overcoming it is just a matter of, you know, forcing yourself to take that deep breath and just take action. Exactly. Exactly. And I think I just need and to verbalize Yeah. You know, I mean, and besides, what are you worried about? What are you, I mean, really, is what's the concern? 
what you know, it, it's like um, I, I've known so many people who have moved clear across the country, and it didn't work out. No big deal. You know, they would call a friend and they would go, yeah, didn't quite work out like I was expecting here because of whatever reason I'm moving back to such, such a place. No big deal. They had an experience. Never heard anyone say they regretted making the move because there was something I always got out of it. It was a great experience anyway. What, are you afraid you won't be able to move away from there if you end up not liking it? What is the fear about? What do you what do no, you have a fear of? No, no, no. No, the the fear is about, you know, am I really am I really gonna move? Is am I really gonna get out of this teaching field? Because I can't I mean, I've expressed to the universe and God that this can be no more. That's that's where it is. Am I really gonna do that? Am I gonna see some manifestation of that, I think is more impatient right now than anything. Not that's about not, that's not really a fear. Yeah, that's not really a fear oh. you described. That's more of a strong desire that you have. The fear, I understand uh-huh. what you're calling a fear. It's a strong desire that you have, and it's a fear that you might not accomplish this. Yeah. That's more of a doubt. That's more, okay. that's more of having doubt. Okay. Doubts, I think that you can more easily overcome than fears. See, if you can, if you can spend time pondering it, to recognize it for what it really is, literally mm-hmm. asking yourself questions. What, what do I have a problem with? Because until you okay. know, you cannot resolve it. Until you mm-hmm. know. So, okay. you know, start taking the time to ask yourself questions. What is it? What am I having a problem with here? You know, journal it. It'll come out. Just journal. Okay. Well, I'm so glad you were able to call in tonight. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. And as always, it is great to talk to you. Yes, it's great to talk to and you I'm too. Sure I'll be. Yeah, I'm sure I'll be talking to you again soon. So keep me posted. And thank you. I I really needed that call. Thank you. Oh, oh, you're welcome. And I'm going to put you back on hold so you can listen more. Okay. 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 That was Kimberly. Hi, here. Everyone, hey, my co-host Sherry. here, Johnson, is on the line. He's nothing. Hey, buddy. <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. I'm good. How are you? Oh, I am good. Other than the cold, my head's a little stuffy. Um, <laughs> now, um, I got, there's, uh, let's see, uh, hold on one second. I'm looking for, I'm looking for a certain caller. Okay. I just Alluring found somebody. Two four seven. That's all I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alluring two four seven. If you're, are you? I don't know if you're in the call queue or not. I was looking to see if I had an area code two four seven. Um, did you have a question? So, what is your area code so that I could see which call? I just. Yeah, I just uh, probably messaged them. Yes. And uh, you have to excuse me, some uh, do go longer, but look, if you're looking for your typical psychic, 
If you're looking for a psychic tea, if you're looking for a performer, this is not the show. <laughs> this is not the I think show. They're, they're looking I for do, um, I, yeah. They're looking for a Sylvia Brown. <laughs> it's, well, oh, yeah, okay, I got yeah. The, yeah. I got the air you know, yeah, yeah, that's why sometimes, okay, well, we'll take you next because I do realize um, some of you, um, you don't really have the time because I realize, you know, some of us, you know, we're married, we have kids and stuff, it's, bed, it's around bedtime for certain ages, I totally can relate. So, alluring, I'm going to go ahead and take your call now, because I think I see you. Hi. Hi, you're live on the air, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I figured that would take you just in case it was that. You didn't have a lot of time to wait. Um, now, what can I help you with? What's your question? Um, do you see me having any kids in the future? Mm. Let's see. Oh, I see. You're in a really good emotional place for that. Oh, and yes, okay. I do. I actually see you. Within the next, I don't know if you're in a relationship, but I see a major change coming in the next three months. Um, so, as far as that is, I don't know if you've been trying, but if you've been trying or you are with a significant other, um, as far as that's concerned, I see a major change coming up from you for you. But I also see, I don't know. It's like something's also going to happen where something's being done differently. Um, I don't know what that doing something differently is. Um, I'm not even sure if I want to get into that. Um, but I see some, there's something that's going to change for you. It's going to have a bearing on this. Um, and that's going to lead to a major change, which that the major change that I'm talking about is a new beginning that I see. Um, new beginning, new beginning as in um, new life, and then I actually see the period of time that you're gonna um, go through, you know, during pregnancy. Which I'm seeing that this is going to be, um, um, this is going to be a pregnancy that is pretty calm. You know, like I don't really see it being one where. Emotional roller coasters or anything. I don't see you being a bag of hormones or anything like that. You know what I mean? I see it being actually just a very calm experience. Um, and then, as far as uh, when you give birth, I'm trying to see if I actually see. Hmm. Well, can I say something real quick, Jerry? Yeah. yeah. So when he asked the question, I actually felt the potential. And when you said emotional, I felt it in my chest. So that's all I got. Yeah, I just feel like it's going to be a good experience. But I do notice that um, after you have your child, um, I don't know if you work right now, but I'm getting that after you have your child, you're not going to be doing anything for a period of time other than taking care of your child. I don't know if you already have plans to try and do it that way, but 
that's what's going to happen is that after you have your child, you're going to kind of, um, you're, you're not going to do any of the things you're doing right now. Any of the things you're used to doing right now, enjoy them because I kind of see you not really getting to do what you normally do. I don't see it in a negative way, but I'm just saying um, I don't see you working for a while after you have your child. Um, I don't see you doing a lot of the activities that you do right now. So, you know, enjoy them now and get them out of the way because I see some, like, real kind of downtime for you while you focus on your child. So, like I said, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing because that's what many people really want. So if that is what you've been wanting or the ideal situation you'd like to have, that is actually what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, okay. yeah, it looks good. And like I said, I see something happening within the next three months, but like I said, I also see something in a change, a change in the way something's being done. Now, if you're not dating anyone, that change may be that, you know, the major thing may be if you, like, I know this is going to sound really weird, but, you know, if you're not the type of person that has a one-night stand, I see something different happening, something that um, changes matters. So it may be that you temporarily hook up with somebody and that leads to a pregnancy, but I do, I see something different something that you don't normally do, some behavior or something you don't normally do, which could be you kind of hooking up with someone, you don't know if it's a casual thing or not, but I see you doing something different. So, I mean, you might want to think about that, you know, as you go forward and what you're doing. Um, But I do see something changing that has an effect on this outcome that leads to you getting pregnant. So... But I see that happening within the next three months. Okay. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. And thanks for being patient. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Have a great night. Hello? Okay. I'm here. My board is a little bit uh, slow. Okay. So, um like we were just talking about, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's I think it's worth mentioning. Um, you know, of course, we post about the show on Facebook. I post about it on Twitter. So mm-hmm. not everyone that's listening every week uh, knows like who I am or have listened to the show before. That's why I said, you know, if you're listening, if you're looking for your typical straight psychic that can tell you what you have for breakfast. Um, that can tell you yeah. what color clothes you're wearing right now. Um, <laughs> we and we talked about this on one of the shows that psychic different psychics work differently. There are different types of psychics. Me, mm-hmm. my specialty is um, what comes forward through me from my higher self. Now, of course, you know I have the clairs too, clairvoyance, clairaudience, you know, clairsentience. I have really strongly empathy. So. It's a combination of all these things I'm using. However, but if you're looking more for um, that, almost like I kind of almost see it as like a performance-type person, that person that yeah. can amaze you like Chris Angel Mind Freak. You know what I mean? Yep. But, you know, it's, if that's like kind of what you're looking for, I mean, there are 
um, all different types of psychics, and a lot of them, I think, do a good job of describing themselves on their show page. Um, some of them say actually what type of readings they do, and I've tried to kind of get better with describing the readings that we do uh, so that everyone knows. But, yeah, um, I, I think that that was something good to bring up because uh, I think that sometimes people are looking for a certain type of psychic. Yeah. You know, and sometimes it's just simply because of the type of question they have. Also, my yeah. higher self is more interested in um, helping people to get uh, in the place they need to be so that they can um, grow, so that they can be happier, healthier, you know. Mm-hmm. Then opposed to a regular, huh? What? No, the head was what you were saying. No, yeah, I was going to say then opposed to like you know a regular you know some well known psychic just giving direct 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 answers to the you know questions. Right, exactly, exactly. That's why I said the chat room. I said in the chat room when right. they had asked, she's like, oh, she's been, a, you know, she's been on the phone for 20 minutes. And I'm like, well, she's a coach. <laughs> she's, she's a psychic yeah, coach. Actually, yeah, actually, um, Crystal is actually, I mean, not Crystal, Kimberly 